Welcome to Proverbs 31 by Design. My name is Tina Heisman. I help Christian women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to create their own unique level of balance so they can finally experience the joy, passion, success, and fulfillment they have been seeking in life. Today's podcast is going to be about how to change your marriage without changing your husband. But before we get started, I have something for you that is marriage-related. It's a free guide called Three Simple Things You Can Do to Speak to Your Man's Heart Today. I will put the link to this in the podcast description if you are interested. I would also like to invite you to my private Proverbs 31 community on Facebook, where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search Proverbs 31 by design in the Facebook search bar. Now let's dive in and talk about how to change your marriage without changing your husband. So if you're listening to this, I'm guessing there might be something about your husband that you would like to change. Maybe some of those personal habits of his that you he has always had along, like maybe they weren't deal breakers when you first got married, but now the time has gone on, perhaps you're feeling more annoyed with him than you are connected to him. So for example, maybe he always leaves his laundry on the floor or never puts his dishes in the dishwasher, or maybe he doesn't help you with the kids as often as you like. Or maybe he comes home from work late a lot without calling. Maybe he drinks too much. Or he doesn't pick out good gifts for you or get you gifts at all. Or maybe you think he should be more fun like your friend's husband. I hear all of these things and more from my clients. And the interesting thing is while these struggles may all seem different, they actually all stem from the same source. And that is unmet expectations. So today I want to share with you three truths about marriage that are going to set the foundation for the talk that we're going to get into here. So truth number one is this. Adults get to behave however they want. So we're not children anymore, right? We're not in need of children, so we don't have to follow like our parents' rules anymore. And so... It's important to remember in marriage that you are an adult and your husband is an adult and that neither of us really have to behave how the other one wants us to. Now, if that sounds a little bit harsh, hang in there with me because you know I love you and I want the best for you. I have your back on this, I promise. So what this means is that in marriage, a husband can behave however he wants and a wife can behave however she wants to. Right. And so I'm not talking about big, scary things here. I'm just talking about like daily basis, like leaving your clothes laying around or being inconsiderate or something like that that you might consider. Right. So we are adults and we can do whatever we want. Like that's just nature. Right. We have free will. Okay. Truth number two adults have conscious and subconscious expectations of how the each other should behave. So we think this is normal to have expectations of each other and we think it's how it should be. But I want you to think about that. Let's question that. As wives, the expectations that we have of our husbands, 
are like a book of rules that we have created for them to live by in order to make us happy. We expect them to follow the rule book, and when they don't, we feel justifiably upset. I mean, they should know the rules, right? Can you imagine on your wedding day handing your husband a book of rules? You will do this, you will do that, you will not do this, you will not do that. These are the rules for being married to me. So we think that we will be happy if our husband follows all of our rules in the rule book, right? We really do. We think if he would, if he would just follow all my rules, then I would be happy. And that's normal. That's a human thing. But the truth is, you guys, this rule book causes us to feel unhappy more than we feel happy. I want you to process on that. The rule book causes us to feel unhappy more than we feel happy. And that brings us to truth number three, which is you will always find evidence for what you are looking for. So I ask you, what are you looking for in your marriage? Some of the women I coach are so frustrated with their husbands that they only see the rules they are breaking, right? The things that they're doing wrong, the things that are annoying, the things that hurt their feelings. Because subconsciously, we are all looking for proof that we are right. Like all the time, right? We're looking for proof that we are right and our husband is wrong. And so the thing is, if you are looking for proof that your husband is breaking the rules and doing things wrong and annoying you and lazy or whatever it is, I promise you, you will find evidence of that. That's just a truth. You will find evidence. The problem with this is it is preventing us from seeing anything good our husbands are doing. It's Have you ever noticed that? It's like you, you might notice that you go through periods of being ultra annoyed with your husband and other periods where it's not so much. It's like Sometimes it's like there's just like this laser focus and like everything they do is wrong and they're driving you crazy. And it's not a conscious thing. I don't think any of us walk around intentionally seeking to look for all of the things our husbands are doing that are negative. It's kind of just the default mode of our brains, unfortunately. And so here's something I like to think about. You know how they say that God's voice is the still small voice that you have to work to listen to it? Because all of the noise of this world and the negativity and the drama, it's all trying to drown out the one true thing that will give you peace. So it's the same concept here. And by the way, since we're on the subject, do you think that God would be putting all of those negative thoughts about our husbands in our brains? I really don't think so. I don't think anything negative comes from God. That's coming from our human nature. And so we need to, I don't know, I hope that just helps you to think that um, God's not, he's not telling you your husband's a slob. He's not telling you your husband's lazy, right? God's voice, what God is saying to us, he's saying, notice your husband's strengths instead of his weaknesses. Remember what an amazing man you married. Look for the good in him. Give him the benefit of the doubt right? So that's what we want to get to. We want to get from noticing all the things that are annoying us, especially when they don't follow our rules, to a place of peace. 
in a place of love and joy and happiness in marriage. But how do you do this, especially when you're feeling totally frustrated? Let me give you an example, okay? So I have a client who once told me that she wished her husband was as fun and easygoing as her friend's husband. So in other words, she thought her husband was uptight and not fun. So if my client believes that her husband is uptight and not fun, she is going to notice all of the ways that her husband is being uptight and not fun. She will absolutely find evidence of this for sure. And since she thinks that her husband's friend is easygoing and fun, she's going to notice all the ways that that guy is easygoing and fun. Can you see what's happening here? Like this is, it just proves itself. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really not cool actually for us to compare our husbands to another woman's husband, right? Our husbands are two totally different people and they should not be the same. And so it's also pointless to be wishing our husband was something different. Think about what good does it do to focus on thinking that our husband is unfun? It's, it does no good. None at all. Zero. And it's really backwards. Think about it. Like, why would we want to focus on what we don't want? Because truth number three says you will always find evidence of what you are looking for. So let's focus on what we want. I promise you, you will notice more of what you want. And that is so awesome. So with my client, I had to help her clean up her thinking. I call it stinking thinking. And I don't know where I got that from. I've heard other people say it. All right, we got to clean up our thoughts. And the first, the first thing that we did was to drop the rule book, right? To drop that owner's manual of expectations that she had of her husband. I, and this is something like I'd say, like, take a deep breath and imagine right now that you are, imagine a rule book, a book of rules, whatever it looks like for you, and imagine that you are setting it down or throwing it in the trash or burning it, that you're just like, take a deep breath and a fresh start, like... I am dropping all of those rules and expectations. My husband is not a child. He is an adult. He doesn't have to follow the rules, right? I know that's a really big leap, but you can get there. It actually feels a thousand times better. This was a big thing that I worked on in my marriage as well, you guys, and I still work on it. I promise. Still work on it. It's so much better, though. So once you can drop the rule book... And you know, you might have to drop it more than once. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you drop it and you pick it back up and you put it back down and you pick it back up. But that's okay. You just, if you notice you pick it up, just put it right back down. Then I had my client start looking for evidence of her husband being easygoing and fun, right? If, that, if that's what she wanted, she wanted her husband to be easygoing and fun. Then I had her start looking for where is he being easygoing and fun? And she actually found it pretty quickly. She recalled some recent examples of when her husband had bought some fun 4th of July goodies for her and her children and how he was wanting to buy a jet ski so they could have fun out on a lake. And he recently wanted to invite a bunch of friends over for the weekend and like have a cookout. 
and how when they had their friends over for this cookout, he set up ladder ball to play and he was a great host and and made everyone made sure everyone had a whole lot of fun. And she also remembered one particular day when she was really frustrated with her kids and her husband offered to take them out for ice cream, like, right, take them off of her hands. So I could go on, but you get the point. And it's really crazy how within minutes of talking in our conversation, she could change her mind from wishing her husband were like someone else to appreciating the fun-loving guy she already had. It's just a mindset shift, right? Nothing nothing else changed except her thoughts and her mind. And so that, my friends, is the secret to changing your marriage without changing your husband. It's by changing the thoughts you think about your husband. This is huge, life-changing, freeing, liberating, amazingness. So... There is one more step that I would tell you. Once you've dropped the rule book and you have found evidence of the things that you want to see, then we want to verbalize those things we love to him when we see him doing it. So for example, when he cleans something up at home, thank him. Because even if you think he's not cleaning right now, I promise you, if you look for it, you'll find it. He's totally cleaning. You're just not noticing. Something, something might be little, but it's there. (laughs) Also, or if, examples, when he helps with the kids, thank him. When he does come home from work on time, show him how much you love that. When you have a fun time together without alcohol, like if you were the person who thought your husband drinks too much, if you did something fun without alcohol, mention that, you know, tell him how much you love that. And when he, you know, if you, you were the one that said maybe your husband is not good at gifts, If he does do something, anything for you that is a good gift, make sure you thank him. And if you're the wife who thinks your husband's not fun, if you see him do anything fun at all, tell him like how fun that was or how cool that was. Like it's just building him up and it is giving him clues to what you love and what you want. And they're direct clues when you actually come right out and say it and don't just have like this rule book. I think the problem is most of our rule books it probably would be easier if we just gave the rule book to them when we got married, like the physical rule book. But what happens is we have it kind of privately hidden. We have these rules and they should just know what they are, right? But so that's just not the way it works. And so when your husband does anything that you love, tell him he is going to love that. That will cause him to have more information and want to do more because when, when he does something that makes you feel good and you say how good that makes you feel, that makes him feel good. And guess what? Then that makes you feel good in this, this amazing, awesome cycle of goodness, right? Girls, for our own peace and sanity and the health of our marriage, it is so important that we realize how much we are hurting ourselves by expecting our spouses to follow our rule books. And by focusing on what we don't want instead of what we do want. So you know me. I like to be very practical with you. And so I have a simple little action plan. If you want to work on this, if you think this might be something that you might be struggling with or that could help your marriage, the first thing I want you to do is imagine yourself dropping that rule book. Put it down. Set it on fire. Whatever you got to do. The second thing Take a few minutes and journal a list of all of the things you love about your husband. If you have to go back to when you got married, you know, and 
when you were dating? What were those things that attracted you to him in the first place? And then the third step is to compliment him when you see him doing something you love that makes you happy. And you, if you will do this, you're going to notice more and more love and peace and positivity in your marriage. And he will continue to do these things for you because he sees they make you happy. So awesome, right? Okay. I do know that this is easier said than done. And that's why coaches exist. You know, so the example I told you of my client, we went through this together to help her get clear. Like sometimes you need someone else shining a flashlight in your own mind for you to help you see where you could make a slight change and be happier. And that's all this is. It's a slight change, but it does take work. And so if you want to work on it, please reach out to me. I would love to work with you and help you and guide you and be there to really just cheer you on and teach you how you can do this on your own. So also, remember, I told you in the beginning, I created that three-step guide to speaking to your husband's heart today. That would also be a helpful thing. And so the link for that will be in the show description. And don't forget to join us in Facebook in the Proverbs 31 by Design community. And also, if you love this podcast, would you be so kind as to go on over to iTunes and rate it for me? That way, when other people are scrolling through podcasts and they see a podcast that has a lot of good ratings, they'll think it's worth a listen. And then that maybe will help them in their motherhood and marriage journey as well. Okay, thank you guys so much. I hope this was helpful. And I know it's kind of a bigger concept. So reach out to me if you have questions. I'll talk to you next week.